All right. So, all right. What's up, guys? Welcome to another V Talk. Um, we're continuing with the space mode uh, episodes. Um, I don't know, that doesn't sound fully when I say episodes, but we're back and bringing you guys another. Today is Thursday. Um, I was trying to get you guys sooner, another podcast, but I was delayed with work and I was doing a lot of uh, things with my car that I had to fix and, you know, just doing some things around the house that I needed to do that been waiting for me to do. So I went ahead and... Uh, you know, with the time with all this virus crap going on, I went ahead and took advantage of that. And But I'm here for you guys um, with another podcast. And today, um, like I said, it's Thursday. Um, a lot of things have been happening. Um, you know, this virus stuff is obviously, I want to say out of hand anymore because... I believe that we're full in control at this point that we're manipulating it. Um, like I said in my last podcast, I believe that COVID-19 appears once you get injected by some type of treatment that they give you when you have the coronavirus. Um, just keep in mind, like I said before, the coronavirus has been around since 2002. When you hear the word coronavirus, don't think about it as just one thing. Coronavirus can have different species in between, you know, different strains. For example, COVID-19 is just one of them. And as now, we know COVID-19 is one of the most deadly ones. Remember that, you know, there were SARS as well and different things before. And I don't know. Yes, be scared. But don't be too scared. Um, you know, there's so much that's going to keep happening in this world in general. And all I can say is you got to keep your head up and do your life the way you want to do it. Don't waste your time because we're being in this planet, in this world, is a privilege. And, you know, whoever invented us, God, whoever, you know, whoever made us be what we are. They gave us the best gift, which is life. Like, waking up every day is a gift. Even if you're sick, even if you're... Waking up is just the biggest gift that you can... I mean, in my words, I don't know how to describe how thankful I am of every day. I mean, of course, you know, actions will show how show your gratitude to things, but just being able to wake up and do what you do even if it's fair or unfair, that's something to be grateful about. And I believe these times right now is the times to be grateful, to be kind to one another, to really, to really be friends, you know. Um, I believe that in order to love somebody, you need to understand friendship. You need to understand the relationship between you and the other person, between A and B. Once that relationship is strong and that friendship really becomes a real friendship, you can learn to love. I don't know if you guys ever heard, but I know growing up I heard that they say, you know, if you marry your best friend, that's the best relationship you can have. And I'm grateful because my wife, she's honestly my best friend. And, you know, we talk about so much together. I teach her things. She teaches me things. 
And at the end of the day, she's the only person there. She's my best friend. And out of our marriage, you know, we're friends with each other. We know what we would like, what we wouldn't like. And we share a lot of common things because of our friendship. And thankful to that, you know, we were able to both make that decision of marrying each other and being with each other forever. And I am very grateful about that, you know. And like I said, friendship, then comes love. And don't get me wrong. I do believe that there could be love at first sight. But love is something that's so hard for us humans to understand and really experience. Because as you grow up, you know, you're in your teenage years, you decide to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or even you just have feelings for somebody. And, you know, these feelings sooner or later make you feel ways that you don't know how to describe. And then next thing you know, because of TV and people around you, you think it's love. And that's not really love. Love to me is when you feel complete, whether it's a person with you or the object or, you know, but everybody has a different perspective. And I believe love is about experience and everybody can have a different type of experience. You know, I personally believe in God. So I know that God is everything. God is love. But I don't think that the love that God can give us is the same love that we can give a human being or a dog or, I mean if we can that's awesome you know so on this podcast today I want to bring you guys and talk to you guys a little bit about stuff that are going on around the world you know just be brief with me because while I'm talking to you guys I'm also going to be on my computer um, getting some facts out for you guys to keep you, you know, updated with news. And <clears throat> my allergies dry my throat like crazy. I don't know why. I guess that's something I should learn one day. You know, understand why do allergies make your throat so dry and some people run your nose, this and that. But... Today is Thursday, the 7th of May. Year is 2020. If somebody would have told me 10 years ago that 10 years later would be 2020 and we would be living in the situations we are, I wouldn't believe them. You know, we grow up in movies, seeing movies that the end of the world is going to happen, that this and that, you know, aliens, war, zombies, all this stuff, and like, I always kept in mind that if they're able to make a movie and show this imagination and our projection in 3D and all these things, these things can be real too. Um, something I think is funny. I don't know if you guys see Trump. He's been out and about and he refuses to wear a mask. But now he's wearing goggles. And I mean, I get it. You know, the virus spores, they can go in through your eyeballs. And if you really think about it, your eyeballs are 24-7 open. So you don't really know what's going in or out. But I don't know. I think wearing a mask is very important, especially if you're going somewhere where there's a lot of people. Like, every time somebody speaks, coughs, open their mouth, germs fly in and out of your mouth. So, I mean, wearing the mask helps you from people not getting sick and, you know, I don't know, just 
You guys got to be safe. You got to be smart. Right now, as of the coronavirus, you know, it's being handled a little bit. There's more doctors. There's more uh, National Guard involved. Uh, here where I live, um, the community is helping out and, and teaming up with the National Guard to f give free food to people that are in need. Um, you know, they're giving out, I believe they're mainly like a whole family meal. Uh, in some cases, it's cans. You know, there's different places. Uh, definitely, if you guys uh, are in Maryland and you're listening to my podcast, uh, DM me or send me an email or whatever. And, you know, if you're wondering where you can get food or some assistance, uh, definitely hit me up uh, and I'll be willing to help you and see, you know, lead you the right direction, send you the links that you have to see to get in the right contact with the people to help you in these hard times. Getting back to the news. So the one thing that I saw on the news that tricked me last night was seeing that in Venezuela, the government captured, I don't know how many American people and are saying that they're infiltrators, that they're spies, that they're people sent by Trump. And they asked Trump in a, in a press talk, what do you think about this? And he said he has nothing to do about it. Um, in these times right now, there's a lot of war going on and people dying, people that we don't know about. And it's just scary because, like, what are you supposed to do if the time to die comes, you know? For example, something that blew my mind in a bad way and not really upsetting me, but built this really uncomfortable anger. Seeing that on Instagram, and I really dislike that. You know, sadly, somebody had to send me this, and maybe I should have told the person, like, no, this is wrong, this and that. I mean, I told them it's messed up, but I didn't get angry on them because it's not their fault. But there's webs, there's on Instagram, there's social media accounts that just show people killing others. And we're talking about knives, guns. It's just so disturbing to watch. I got mad at myself because I watched a video and it's like <coughs> I'm next to trees by the way so that's why <coughs> my throat is just dry <sighs> but it's like what makes me mad about watching these videos is that it's like a part of me thinks they're fake and they're not fake you know People are actually dying. Like, bad things are happening, you know? So, we're looking at CNN right now. And we're seeing what they're talking about. The one thing I see straight up, black people in the UK are four times more likely to die from the COVID-19 than white people. I don't know. A lot of people have been talking about this, saying how... Apparently, black people are more capable of holding the viruses and that. Even in China, African-Americans and African people have been uh, either been put in jail or uh, deported because the government believes, you know, that black people can get you sick. <laughs> I mean, 
I wouldn't say just black people. There's people in general that most likely are more capable of getting sick than others. But discrimination right now is the worst thing that can happen, and it is happening, and it sucks. People all over the world are being discriminated because of their race, because where they come from. Here in the U.S., if you're Chinese, people automatically assume, you know, you're COVID-19, and that's effed up. Like, when we're supposed to team up and help each other overcome this, and people are doing the last thing from that. There was also a chemical uh, gas leak. I believe that was here in the U.S. I'm not sure. Or India, I think. Um, and that was pretty deadly. Um, there's been about two... There's been eight, at least eight people dead and 280 people hospitalized. That's a lot. And this gas leak was in India. At least 11 people and have been dead. And, you know, a lot of hospitalized people. That's terrible, you know, but that's something that I guess, you know, you can't prevent from happening. Hopefully, you know, it wasn't cause and purpose, but whenever there's power plants, gas plants, all these things, it's possible that sooner or later things will go down. The one thing that has been popping on the internet, I don't know if you've seen it or not, and first of all, if you know somebody who gets racial discriminated or, you know, violence, don't repost that. Stop it. Write something on how you feel and tell people, no, don't do this. People have been reposting a video, and I don't want you guys to misunderstand me in any case. I think it's completely terrible what happened. But in Georgia, uh, this black male, he was out in the morning for a jog, and... These two white guys in a truck followed him. One was the dad, one was the father. And they assumed that he was the person who tried robbing their house. And they chased him down. And I guarantee you that they started using racial slurs and all these other things. And the reason why I say that is because this was in Georgia. And Georgia is known to be a place where a lot of racism still exists. And people are just ignorant and stupid and fucked. That's what I can say. And this angers me a lot because this is fucked, man. Um, I'm sorry for my language, but I don't know how other words to really describe it. This guy was just on a jog, and these people pull up behind him with guns in their truck saying, Hey, you're the one to rob. Stop. Stop. And <clears throat> the crazy part is that behind them, somebody was filming all this. You see in the video, one of the person gets out of the truck with a shotgun and starts getting close to the black guy. And he's like, hey, stop. The black guy automatically, you know, he gets scared because he sees somebody white. I mean, here in the United States, if you're black, if you're a minority and the white person comes with a gun, it's not going to end up pretty. And you know that because this system that we live in is messed up. So this black, this black guy is defending himself because the white guy is approaching him with a gun and, you know, trying to grab him. So the black guy pushes him and you see that they're tussling around. And next thing you know is gunshots. Um, I'm not quite sure if the guy with the shotgun shot him around his belly area or not. Um, I wasn't really trying to rewatch this video a number of times because it's just too much to process. And then you see the guy in the truck. He, like, gets on the... A tailgate kinda and he shoots the guy and you see the black guy he walks away a little bit and then falls flat on the floor that is sad 
no person on earth should be killed because of ignorance, because of racist. Like, come on, man. Why in the world would you do something like this? I get it. You know, it might have been a misunderstanding. But at the end of the day, these white men were being racist. They automatically assumed that this black man was stealing the shit that he was trying to rob. I understand people make bad reps for the racist. But don't assume and put people in stereotypes just because the way you are. That's stupid. That's ignorant. And the sad part about all this, the dad and the kid, they were, he wasn't a kid. They were full adults. These motherfuckers that shot this black dude aren't going to jail. No justice is going to be served for this black guy because what happened was all legal. The black guy defended himself. And sadly, he might have put hands first on the black people and they shot him. I mean, on the white people and they shot him, you know. Self-defense plays the role for this act. And <clears throat> I don't know. I know that it has to do a lot of more with the position of the people that shot him and this and that. But killing somebody is the worst thing you could do. First of all, killing somebody is a sin. And that's one of the sins that I believe God can't really forgive that easy. Because if you thought in your head about killing somebody, you're most likely going to do it again. You're so dead inside spiritually that you don't care about the physical appearance in front of your manifestations. If you guys are on social media and you come upon this, report it. And then go on your account and put out a post saying... You know, stop this. Stop this killing. Stop these racism. The one thing that pisses me off is that people think that, oh, if we repost it, there will be justice. Yes, there will be justice, but you're making other people see these videos. And first of all, you see the video of somebody killing it. Just because it's on the internet, you think it's fake. So you accept it. For You accept what's going on, and that's wrong. You shouldn't accept it. Killing somebody is not right, whether you're black, you're white, Asian, if you're killing a dog. Nothing that involves killing should be right. Yes, I'm not against, you know, survival of the fittest and, you know, the predator eating the prey, but respect is very important, especially when you're human, no matter what race you are, no matter your age, no matter, it's important. So instead of reposting stuff that, you know, make you feel awakened which is not even right term to use don't repost it right on the social media or tell other people like hey we should stop this from happening let's i don't know let's set up a prayer for somebody let's you know do something different don't do what the rest are doing do something different because this world that we live in evil lures on the internet and they want us to see these things they want to see people die they want us to see people cheating on, on each other, you know, unfairness, bully. And the more we see this, the more it happens. It's like a scary ghost story. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think it was, I don't know what show it was, but basically it's like if when you were little, somebody told you a scary story and it's like that story scared you when you learn. Now you're older and you don't believe in that story, but you reawaken that spirit when you tell your child this story. Now your child has the same fear you had. So I don't know if you guys understand what I'm trying to say, but 
by reposting and sending people video of bullying, killing people, you're just reposting and reawakening the spirit of evil to keep doing what it's doing. And sadly, it influences people and people do what they do because I don't know. I personally know that humans learn and act how they see things. And that's wrong. If you're now being a parent or about to be a parent, you know, do whatever you can to make sure that your child is raised the right way and raised, you know, kind, being respectful to others, learning to love one another. And the more love we can teach, the less hate there will be and there will be no room for hate. Um, this, this topic kind of really, you know, made me feel a certain type of way because it's just unfair that I feel one type of way and then somebody else feels another type of way. But sadly, that's just how the world is. But if we all together try to build the same mindset together, we can achieve the impossible and, you know, make it to the top and change this world. I always told people that, you know, for example, right now we're in the end of times. And you can call it tribulation, you can call it whatever you want, but so much is going to happen. Things are going to get darker and harder and worse to survive. And there will be a few that will be the survivors and will be the ones that will rebel against this evil power and will be able to remake the world good again. And I believe that God put me on this planet for that reason. And this is a way of me starting it, you know, me telling you guys about listening to my podcast and talking to you guys about things will not only awaken you, but will help your spirit understand that it's time to rise. It's time to wake up and make a difference. Like people are scared of the government, of the virus. Be scared all you want, but understand your limit. Understand that the government has their limit and you have your limit. At the same time, we can break that limit and overcome everything. This world was made for us humans to be free, not to be in cage like an animal. And that's what we are. And sadly, lately I've been telling people this. This government that we live in, the United States, is communism. I understand that it doesn't fit exact definition, but it is communism. When is the last time that you're able to go to the NBA and just get a car or a proof or get a loan just because you want to? If you don't have a good credit, if you don't have, you know, good finances, if you don't own property, if you don't do a lot of things, you can't do things for good for your generations, you know. You need to have money from generations, land, this and that. You can't just go and build a farm and expect to, you know, be happy forever with your animals because the government does not allow that. There's eminent domain. There's all this shit that fucks everything up. And I believe that here in the U.S., we have it easy. We don't have it hard at all. Um, they learn to manipulate com communism to be easy, to be thoughtful, to be, you know, something that is not, and it's wrong. Like, the government, the best tactic that they can use, <coughs> excuse me, the best tactic that they use is to scare people. They can control us. This is the definition of communism. A political theory derived from Karl Marx. Advocating class war and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and 
each person works and paid according to their abilities and needs. And hello, if you work at McDonald's, you're not going to make $50 an hour. You're only making what? Uh, minimum wage, $11 or in some countries, some states it's 15 You're not going to make $1,000 at the end of the week unless you work way overtime, you know? You're getting paid exactly for you are. You're not getting paid for your value. I, in the type of work I do, there's times that I make a good percentage of money because it's the overcome of the overall of the job. Or sometimes I get hourly paid. And sometimes I might think, hey, I'm doing so much work that I should get paid more. But sadly, I can't because of the hourly pay. And I've learned to accept it. And don't get me wrong. If things are unfair, I talk to my boss and I try to arrange a payment that could be better. But... We live in a communist world. We get paid accordingly to our abilities and needs. You know, for example, women. Women don't get paid the same amount that get paid in other, as men. So that, would, that was um, a little weird how it ended, but I didn't know how to finish you guys, and I didn't want to keep talking about the virus. And But yeah, if you listen to part one, you'll understand my thoughts about the U.S. communism. And correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it's just my opinion. I want to talk to you guys now about South China Sea. Like, there's so much going on in China that we're not being talked about. And also something cool that you guys might want to get informed about is the race towards space right now. Um, Elon Musk, as you've seen, he just had a kid. And not only did he name his kid a weird name, and and I'm going to tell you guys what his name is in a second, but he is literally saying that in a couple months, he's going to be moving to the moon, to Mars, I believe. And I believe that Elon Musk will be the person that will bring the first generations of human beings who live on either a space station or in Mars. And I know that it's very, like, some people don't believe this is possible, but we're way more advanced than we think with technology, and especially space technology, than we think. Like, there's actual people now in the moon living there that we don't know who they are, but we know they're there. China sends people, and, you know, and like I said, Elon will be the first person to bring that. His wife or girlfriend, I don't know what she is. She's kind of weird. She goes by the name of Grimes. And it seems like if you look at her... If you look at her... Uh, I'm just looking at what Google says about Elon Musk. And he has a couple of children. I didn't know that. But... So... His wife, Grimes, she seems to like be involved in a lot of like... She wants to be like a fairy, I don't know, but she's a weird-looking figure. I personally would say she's not human, but, you know, that's just that. So Elon and Grimes named their son X-A-E, which is like that symbol, and then A-12. Uh, and Grimes, she went on the internet, uh, she went on Twitter, I believe. And she described what are the meanings of the name. And X is for the unknown variable. And then 
AE stands for my 11th spelling of AI. So, I don't know really what she means by that. And then A12 is uh, the press cruiser to the SR-17. I believe it's the correct term is SR-19. It's an aircraft that it's super fast and it's one of the best aircrafts in my opinion ever made. It doesn't have any like guns on it or anything, but the speed that it can do and the things it can do, it's I mean, the government for example have used it for surveillance and secret stuff. But people are trying to say how in the world do you pronounce this name and it seems like it could be like Xavier or Sasha or something like that. Um, but who knows? I just think it's funny that they named their kid this. Like it's like when you look at it, it's like if you're looking at the periodic element table and you're like, what the hell? It's all this weird. I mean, they could have been even more crazy and named it some Latin weird name, but it is what it is. And going back to Mars, what I was saying about Elon, I believe that they're going to be the first ones to really overcome the possibility of humans living out of space. And that's why I wanted to bring you guys to the space mode because we're about to be talking in the next two podcasts about weird things that are going up in space. And and when I say that, I literally mean things that are going up to space and things in space. For example, China, they just... Um, let's see, China takes step forward to the space station with a new rocket launch. So basically they are testing their ability to send more stuff out there. You got to keep in mind that the space station in, uh, space, the USS, um, has like a portion where it's American, a portion which is Russian, a portion with China. And that's nothing because Russia has their own satellites. China has their own satellites. Russia, I mean, India has their own satellites. North Korea have their own actual space station. And, you know, it's just, when you really think about it, it's overwhelming how much stuff are going on in space. I'm not going to talk in this podcast much about it. I'm going to continue more about it in my next one. So if you guys want to know more about space, definitely tune in. But, I don't know, wouldn't you like to go to the moon? Or to Mars, or even just if you guys seen Tesla's uh, SpaceX, his uh, what was it called? I think it's Space One or something like that. Basically, their rocket that they're building to go to the to go to the moon, and I don't know if you look at it, it looks really cool. It's like a whole chrome looking, but you know. Eventually, it'll have to be something different because due to the gravity and all this stuff in, in space, you know, we have to make the best vehicle. And I don't know, I would like to at least see. I've been on planes and I've seen how cool the clouds look, and it's like you're in a different dimension. But imagine being in actual space. Like, not only are you seeing the outside of our planet and you're seeing the truth if it's flat or not which in my opinion it's not flat but you get to see a whole perspective of the world that we live in that you never thought you could 
back to what I was talking to you guys about China. So in the China Sea, there's been a lot of stuff going on, and I put it as in this word, which is war, because not only is North Korea doing weird things, but China is the one right now that, I don't know, Trump said that if Joe Biden wins, the United States will be owned by China, and that's something I believe. China, what it's trying to do now is take over the world. I believe that, you know, it's race to space again, and they're trying to leave the Earth because China's going to overcome. You know, China, they're sending missiles. Not just that, I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple of years ago, and actual months now, they've been talking about um, not only did China build an artificial moon, but they're also sending out an artificial sun. The moon, I believe, is coming out this year, and it will help, you know, uh, air pollution and light pollution, this and that. And the sun as well will help with energy, but that just makes me think. China is definitely up to something, and I always remember that episode of The Simpsons where they put a dome over Springfield and they closed down, and that's what I believe, you know, this quarantine is not just for people to stay home, but it's people to shut their mouth and step out of the way of the government. The U.S. Uh, sent the USS Ronald Reagan to the South China Sea. And I don't know, there's so much going on. There's literally so much space. I mean, sorry, so much airships and vessels that are going down to China and the tensions there are really tough. I just find it funny how all of a sudden Kim Jong-un appears out of nowhere and says, oh, I've been chilling. I've been doing what I always got to do. Like people were scared and saying that he's dead, this and that. And I don't know. Part of me wants to say that the King Jong Un that appeared out is a stunt double, but I don't think so. I believe that he literally decided to say, "Screw this, let me go do some things underground and worship the devil." So sorry, guys. I had to answer a job call real quick. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to be able to edit all this. Um, I know that here on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and there's so many different platforms that my podcasts are on now which i'm actually like really happy about but i don't know how that works but um my edited version is going to be on youtube so you won't have to really you know click next it'll be all in one podcast but back to what we were talking about south china um i personally feel like this is a topic right now that i need more information about because it's i have my computer next to me and i'm looking at all this stuff and all I can tell you is that China is doing some crazy stuff. Something that I wanted to talk to you guys about is nothing. Because I forgot everything I have to say. But I guess we can talk something about, you know, the social media. About, like I said earlier, if you guys see a video that has negative vibes about it, whether it's killing, bullying, don't repost it. Don't be that stupid moron who reposts it and it's like, oh my gosh, look at this. Like, don't repost it. Report it. 
and then put on your profile saying something like, hey, let's stop doing this. Like, because like I said, reposting things reawaken spirits to come back. Bullying, the only reason why bullying happens in school is because people talk about it and people accept it from happening. Like, a kid gets bullied, they post that video on the internet, everybody's, oh my gosh, let's feel sorry for this kid. Bullying still happens, that doesn't stop it, it makes it worse. And that's in a way like our governments, like, you know, they scare us, they're like, oh my gosh, the virus is here, be home. Yeah, we do all this and that, but the virus is still doing what they're doing, like the flu. Nobody's worried about the flu right now. The flu is literally at its top peak right now. It hasn't been like this in years. And people are worried about the coronavirus. Like I told you, you don't get COVID-19 until you go to the hospital. So you get injected with these drugs that don't need to be in your systems because you don't have either malaria, lupus, or cancer, or you don't have all these things. I won't be surprised if sooner or later people go to the hospital and they're like, oh my gosh, we got the coronavirus, but now we have cancer. That's just how it is. I mean, in the 80s, people were getting HIV. All these things are all man-made, and people are just full of bullcrap. In my next podcast that I'm going to bring to you guys, I'm going to, you know, have... First of all, I'm going to talk to you guys more about space, because there's so many cool things that I want to talk to you about. You know, Elon Musk is a very high topic right now. I mean, he just had a kid. But, you know, he has so many ideas about Mars that are, I don't know if you guys seen, I'll put a link down below in the YouTube description, but there's been like designs for the astronaut suits, the space suits, and they look freaking awesome. Well, I don't know if you guys seen NASA actually posted a while ago of their actual suits for 2021, I believe, and they look like Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, which is pretty cool. Um... I don't know. I feel like eventually we'll be able to have suits where they'll be slim tight on our body. And, you know, it'll feel like you're wearing regular clothes, but with an oxygen tank. And the oxygen tanks will be so small that you'll be amazed at how small oxygen fits. And it's all about recycled air that we're going to be living by. Also, aliens. The Pentagon released a video about a week ago. And... This is, I talked about it in my last podcast, but, like, come on, Pentagon. If you're going to release a video about UFOs, why can't it be in HD? Why does it have to be in freaking black and white? Like, come on. Like, if you guys ever realize that, whenever you see videos about UFOs, is it in HD? No, it's in bad, blurry quality. And, you know, I guess that's what makes people keep thinking about UFOs. And it's like, I was talking to my wife the other day about the stuff that happened in uh antarctica and in the north pole around the well it was really from the 20 the 1920s to the 1950s almost um mainly it involved hitler a lot and schimmler and the nazi party but if you learn about richard bird uh you'll admiral richard bird you'll discover that you know the united states government uh, allowed him to go on expedition and exploration in um, Antarctica and in the North Pole. And he describes in his diaries about things that are kind of scary. I mean, Operation High Jump was the main one. Um, so Operation High Jump was pretty much a war that 
happened between the Nazis and some type of beans and the United States government. I'm not sure if Russia was involved, but this is where the hollow earth theory comes involved. And Richard E. Byrd, apparently, while flying over Antarctica, he discovered uh, a hole. And this hole was like a portal into the inner earth where Agartha would be, where there's these Agarthians, which are like these tall white beings that look almost perfect. And obviously they don't look like humans. But they, you know, Richard Bird didn't get to go in it. He only saw from the outside. But this is where things get scary. When the Nazis discovered this too, which apparently they knew about it way before, they started doing business with these beings. And I don't, I can't put it in other better words than saying demons. They were using demon and demonic supernatural powers to make the technologies. Like I was telling my wife, if they would have allowed the Third Reich to happen, if Germany and Russia would have never done what they did until the end of World War II and Russia defeated the Germans, we would be seeing not only flying saucers in the skies, but we would have been seeing like people being possessed by demonic entities and like, I don't know, very, very dark and scary things. Like we're talking about horror films like, Worse than the exorcist. Like we're talking about. Imagine the president of the United States. Having demons and literally killing people. Chopping their heads left and right. Like. But back to Antarctica. They discovered that. This world. Had an inner. Like an inner world. And there's actually. I wouldn't say proof. But people that are archaeologists. And study the world. They know that there's tunnels and caves that journey into the center of the earth. If you guys seen the movie Journey to the Center of the Earth with the guy um, who also made uh, Furry Vengeance and he also made other movies. Um, he made... I'll tell you his name in exactly two, three, four... So, the guy uh, who made Furry Vengeance, his name is, shoot, Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser made a couple movies that I really enjoy. For example, one of them is uh, The Mummy. Have you guys seen that? He also did George of the Jungle, Journey to the Center of the Earth. The Mummy movies are my favorite because I love Egypt, and not only do he show, like, what would happen if the cases were open, but I don't know. Definitely recommend watching that. But in the journey to the center of the earth, that movie is one of by far the best movies from my generation, I can say. Um, there's Journey 2 as well with The Rock, but that movie's a little bit more mythical, I would say. So I believe the book Journey to the Center of the Earth is like really old. Um, I'll tell you exactly. But apparently, if you guys seen the movie, um, the book is from 1864. It's a science fiction novel by Jules Verne. And the story involves German professor Otto Lindenbrock, Lindenbrock who believes that there are volcanic tubes going towards the center of the Earth. And science even proves it that, that there is 
these tunnels and caves and caverns that go so deep into the earth that bypass magna and all these crusts and are able to go to the inner there's no actual proof if the world is really hollow or not but i don't give it a doubt that it could be like there's this picture i'm looking at right now that shows agartha land of the advanced races and it shows on the top of the north pole how admiral in 1947 emerald bird they flew inside which in his uh logs he actually talks about and they also saw a saucer that flew to Venus. And that's all in his uh, blog. But you see this map of the Earth. And it shows you that there's so many around the Earth crust. Brazil. You know, it shows you the ocean, this and that. But it shows that there's tunnels that go into the center of the Earth. And there's also something cool that I'm looking at. The inside of Bogartha shows clouds. It's called the City of Shambhala. Which that right there sounds like a whole mystery to me. And then it has a forest, man-made tunnels to the outside world, world. And then something crazy, it says that there's mountains higher than the outside ones. That's something crazy. There's also something called Rainbow City, but that's in the southern pole. And then there's a spaceship base to and form other galaxies. Um, that's a lot of fictional stuff. I don't know. You guys can definitely put on your comments and tell me what you think about the hollow earth. Um, part of me believes that the earth is hollow and that there's secrets inside. But this is what I believe. If it was all real, Hitler did what he did. He went and killed all these beings. And after that, I believe the Nazis went to the moon. <laughs> like, I really think they're in the moon and they're waiting for us to be weak to take over and a lot of people actually believe that there's movies about that that the aliens and nazis you know fought and nazis built their base in the moon and yeah there's different like if you guys do research about the beginning of times you'll learn that there's so many different species one of my favorite species was the Anunnaki. And the Anunnaki... They're... Like... First of all, they are the ancestors and descendants of Indian people. Like people from the actual continent, India. And... Anunnaki were... The ones that helped mainly build the pyramids and they gave us the technologies we have because they stayed on earth the longest there's other races you know the one that we all hear about a lot is the reptilians and the reptilians are very unique beings because they work with the government uh, i don't know that's more of an opinion i was watching this movie this show on amazon called good omens i believe and it starts with the beginning where adam and eve are in the garden of eden and the snake who's the actual demon going by the name of crowley he basically shows that the reptilian are a different species of evilness and i don't know but people believe that reptilians work in the government and they feed us bad. 
if you read the Emerald Tablets, those will talk about um, reptilians. And there's also other beings too. There's uh, the Titans as well. The Titans left a very, very long time before the Anunnaki were able to do stuff. And there's not much known about the Titans, either that they're blue and that they come from deep, deep far in the galaxy. And they're warriors. They were giants, first of all, too. And that thanks to the Titans, that's why we had giants on Earth. And if you guys want to learn more, definitely seek Doth. He can teach you more about the true races that there was on Earth. Like, if you see, this is cool. I'm looking at a picture and it shows, like, all the different gods. For those that don't understand much, but Enoch is Doth. Um, the Bible, the Holy Bible only says one thing about Enoch, and it says Enoch walked with God. That's some crazy stuff right there. And I know, I'm pretty sure the Greek mythology, well, in Greek mythology, it's Hermes. Um, Hermes was a reincarnation of Thoth, and he taught the Greek people what they, he taught, which was alchemy. Agriculture, certain technologies, fishing. But, Thoth was an Atlantean. He was a different species. Some people believe they were their avian race. I believe that they were humans. They were just... I don't know. If you see like movies about the Native Americans, you'll see that some Native Americans would wear like the head of a wolf when they were going to attack a uh, buffalo, you know, stuff like that. I believe that that's what happened in Egyptian mythology. Like, I mean, yes, they use magic as well to actually become real, but that's what a lot of things happened. There was just half human, half head horse. No, it's a lot of mythology. I've read the Emerald Tablets a couple times now, and Every time I read it, I learn more. I had to stop at one time because not everybody feels the same way about reading the tablets because some people don't feel it. But when you're meant to read it, when it's meant for you to listen to, you will feel something through your body. This feeling, this vibe, this emotion, this energy that makes you kind of scared, makes you kind of awaken. And as you read the tablets, it starts making you feel things. And I started feeling fear once we started near the end of the tablets, around the 13th tablet. Because magic is real. Whether you see it or not, it's real. Our world revolves around supernatural magic. Now, I'm not talking about Harry Potter magic. That's very fictional, you know. You can't just use a wand and make something disappear or reappear, you know, but alchemy was something that God gave us in the beginning of times and we took it the wrong way because the devil got involved and we started, you know, killing people for sacrifices and worshipping the sun, worshipping this and that and that is where alchemy went wrong. The Freemasons, you know, they brought back alchemy but again, history repeats itself and people started worshipping bad things again 
and doing dumb things. Like here in the United States, you have the Bohemian Grove who worship the owl. You have the Skull and Bone Society, which worship the devil, but they worship death. You have the Freemasons who are just lost in the sauce. And they try to teach wisdom and knowledge, but people are lost in the sauce. Um, there's also... I can't think of any other societies at the moment. Uh, the Scottish Rite. You have the Rosicrucians. Um, I guess some people are talking about this, but I don't believe it's really a society or cult. But um, the Rothschilds as well. Um, I don't know. If you want to say the Rothschilds or that, I would say Trump is a cult at that point. <laughs> you know? But you start reading these things in the tablets that scare you. That First of all, like I said, it's not meant for everybody. I have friends that I've tried telling them to read the tablets and two things happen. Either they can't focus to keep reading it or they just have no interest at all. And I get it. You have to have a certain interest about mythology and all this stuff. But the Emerald Tablets is very, very strong. And it's not meant for anybody to just read. And it even says that. Thoth says this is not for just anybody. And he warns you. And I had to stop because it was just, I knew I wasn't maturely enough to understand things. And it was just going to scare me. And it just, when you read stuff like this, you have to understand God is real and that he's the one and only. But there is other things out there too, other gods. And if you're weak, if you don't feed yourself the right thing and you're not mature enough, you will be confused and you will be scared to the point that you'll have even more confusion. You'll stop believing in God or you'll rebel against your own idea of what you are and who you think you are. I remember telling my dad one time about Thoth and this and that and he was like, oh, that's all new age stuff. Hell no. Thoth is not new age at all. He's been trying to teach us since the beginning of time, and we've just been ignoring him. I'm not saying both would be an almighty God or anything like that. He's not. He's just a messenger. Enoch was just so smart, so wise, that God told him, it's time to go, let's go. And that was it. And I believe those comes and goes through the galaxy. I don't believe that he would be in heaven, exactly. I believe he would just be all around. But who knows? Something I learned cool was that I believe it was in Ephesians in the Bible and it said that so when Jesus was leaving after he resurrected when he was on the mount and he was ascending towards heaven it was pretty much like a portal open and not only did God pass the clouds and the heavens but he went way beyond the heavens meaning that the way I was watching the video and the way they describe this is that it's like God, our creator, puts a box, and inside of the box, it's our universe, our galaxy, all of our existence. And Jesus left from inside of that box, he left outside and went to be at the throne of God. And that's, when you think about it, I mean, people are ignorant trying to say flat earth theory, but when you think about it, it's just cool. It's like God is chilling. And he has a box where he put all of us in there in the universe. And he decides to come in and out. God is not 
in our universe, he's out. But when he decides, he has the ability to come in and out. And that's what Jesus was. Jesus was here, and then he decided, you know, it's time to go. And he ascended into heavens, past the heavens, you know, past the galaxies. And we can see proof of teleportation. I know this is a little bit off topic, but teleportation is like... Jesus would teleport from place to place, not all the time, but a couple of times. And if you learn about alchemy or you even talk to monks or people that study certain Buddhists, Buddhism, they learn in the Dalai Lama, they learn that teleportation is real and you're able to teleport. If you put your mind to the right set, if your spirit is connected to your physical form, you are able to teleport now. Thanks to all this technology, words, and everything we see around us, we're so far away from the truth that we're never going to be able to teleport. I mean, you can train yourself, but there's so much wrong confusions out there. Like, even if I say, oh, read the Emerald Tablets, how do I not know that the Emerald Tablets wasn't written by some crazy buffoon, you know? And it's like, if you believe in something, stick to it. Hold that and really focus in it. Learn everything you can to the point that you can prove that there's more to that religion that you are, that your belief. I believe in God and I know God is the almighty and unlimited, but I can't even wrap my head around how big I think he is or how enormous his presence could be. Like, it's just impossible. So definitely, you guys, I recommend reading the Emerald Tablets, but... Matter of fact, before I started reading the Emerald Tablets, I read the book that my good friend Van Gogh uh, let me borrow, and the book is called The Alchemist. And The Alchemist is the story about a kid um, who goes through this journey to meet an alchemist so he can learn more about Egypt and about wisdom and knowledge. And he has these experiences in the deserts, the oasis. Like, it's a really beautiful book. Um... I thought it was about alchemy, but it's not. It describes to you how alchemy works in the spiritual world. Like, we live in the law of attraction. And the law of attraction basically means that, you know, if you wrap your head around good deeds and good actions and you want good to happen, good will happen. If you're negative, negativity will follow you. So that's what the law of attraction it is. And the law of attraction is the realest law that we have, just like the laws of physics and all that. If you wake up one day and you're grumpy, you're going to have a shitty day because you're grumpy because you, you're you like whatever, you know. If you wake up happy and you who decide to have a good day, you're going to have a good day because you woke up with that energy that is pushing you to be happy. So the law of attraction is just how it is. You attract the good, you attract the negative. So you choose. Definitely, I recommend you guys reading The Alchemist. You know, read it a couple times, understand it well. Um, I believe reading is very important to us humans, and every time we read, we understand things differently. It's always about the perspective. So read The Alchemist. From there, you can read anything else. I would recommend that if you're going to read the tablets, to have a little bit of knowledge about the Bible and about Jesus. Um, understand religion is one thing, but I'm not telling you to go be part of a religion. I'm telling you to learn about wisdom, about knowledge, about... You know, history, first of all, because all of this is history. The emerald tablets were, like, if you look, pictures of emerald tablets, they're made of actual emerald. 
and these emerald tablets were in the Spanx, and they were removed there by, you know, people, but these are historical artifacts, like the Dead Sea Scrolls, you know, um, the Book of Jubilee of Jasser, there's so much out there, and, you know, you have to grow spiritually, make yourself mature enough to understand what you're going to read, because there's things that if you read, you might get lost, and you might get in a dark, dark world, like, I know that there was a time period from reading all these stuff that I became really, really dark, and I started getting to the point where I wanted to practice magic, and I was getting involved around the negative type of magic, and I wasn't trying to do good, and that's not good. You know, recently I've been listening to, um, I believe they're called the Alpha and Omega Church, um, but they're not really Christians. They're, uh, they practice, um, it's like magic almost. Um, it's like something what the Freemasons and the Scottish Rite practice. Um, and, you know, they've been teaching about Jesus' magic. Because when Jesus was here on earth, he was practicing ancient magic. The same magic that Enoch was practicing, that Abraham practiced, that Moses practiced, what we know as alchemists. And that's what Jesus had to learn. And even the Jewish people that study the Kabbalah, that's alchemism right there. Like, you guys might have heard of this if you ever played Minecraft. But in Minecraft, you can build the golem. And the golem is made out of, I believe, quartz. I'm not sure. But anyways, um, what I was talking about earlier was the hermetic order of the golden dawn. And that's what I've been listening to. And I wouldn't say congregating with, but listening to what they talk about. And, you know, it's good to be open-minded about everything you listen to. But... Like I was saying, Jesus practiced pretty much this, the heretic order of the Golden Dawn, which is the teachings of Thoth and Enoch and Hermes. And like I said, religion is religion. If you're going to fall in love with a religion and worship about religion, I think you're doing it wrong because it's not about religion. It's about learning. It's about who you really are, about your spirit and your physical. So yeah, definitely, I want to know what you guys think about all I'm talking about. You know, your thoughts, your opinions. You know, if there's any book out there that you want me to read or talk about next, definitely shoot me an email, DM me, comment below. Like, I want to make these super, these podcasts, like, super informational for you guys. But mainly tell your opinions and, you know, cool things. So, with that, I leave you guys in this podcast. So, just letting you know, this is a three-part podcast. On YouTube, it will be one full podcast. Um, I don't know how well the editing is going to be because I had to cut it in three because one, uh, I had an interruption, and then the second one, a phone call. So um, I believe that it's a total of maybe an hour and 20 minutes, um, this recording. So definitely stay tuned, guys. You know, Thank you for all those people that have been so far listening to me. Um, you know, I'm only starting, so I'm not expecting millions, but who knows, maybe we will reach millions of listeners, and um, I definitely want to try to get these podcasts all over there, because I believe there's a lot of that I'm going to be talking about that is meant for you guys to listen. 
Um, so with that, I leave you. You know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, message me, even if you want to just talk. Um, and let's go from there. Um, you know, like I said in my other podcast, if you listen to this, you're a survivor. Keep surviving. Keep your hopes up. Don't give up. Don't let your head down. We can do this together. We can move on. And if we team up, we can overcome the worst. So with that, I leave you. Thank you for joining V Talk and this special episode of Space Modes.